What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Girl, stop playing. Welcome to the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. It's your favorite homegirl, Coriel, here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Because you already know that you can make the money and you can get the honey if you are willing to work. Now, before we get into today's amazing show, y'all got to make sure y'all put some respect on this YouTube channel. So you gotta like, comment, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend that we are live every single Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we monetize now, y'all. So send your girl super chat. Send your girl super chat, every dollar counts, all right? Today we have a boss in the building, but she's so much more than a boss. Y'all know we like to talk about the business, but we also gotta talk about the personal side of what it takes to really run your whole entire life. Like, how are you balancing all of the things? So today we are talking to brow expert. I call her the brow goat. She's an author. She's the owner of Gigi Brows and Beauty Bar. Miss Gigi herself is in the building. So I'm super excited to have you here. Um, Most people know you as like all eyes on Gigi. She's doing the brows of all of your faves. But we're going to talk about the business, how you built your successful business. But we're also going to talk about what goes on like behind the scenes. Okay, You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, so let's start with your entrepreneurial journey, because I know that there has been seasons. So what were you doing actually before you became an entrepreneur? I was a makeup artist natural fit and right? i started at mac cosmetics come on so, so i was original mac girl when it meant something to work at mac what is it now it don't mean now nothing. anybody can work at mac so i was literally talking to somebody about this today because they were like you know if you work at mac that's like the it was thing. A stamp it was how, a stamp. how do they pay y'all you get an hourly like how's that so work? um you would get paid hourly but the great thing about working at mac is every collection that came out you would get it they would do a mm. training on it people would come to mac for photo shoots videos anything going on you would get 
gigs. So you wanted to be there if you wanted to get into like bridal, photo shoots with photographers, music videos, because people trusted the Mac artists because of their skill the brand. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't even really about what you were making at Mac. Right. Because it's, you were going to get launching it. Pad. Exactly. So you were doing makeup the mm -hmm. entire face. Yes. What made you say, okay, I'm going to specialize in brows? I feel like I was working on movies, which was a dream come true. That was my dream job. And once I got the dream job, I was like, oh, this isn't really what I Ain't so dreamy. <laughs> you know, you're on set 16 hours. You're working three, four days a week. Um, so I knew I wanted to get married one day and have children. So that wouldn't be a career for me because you'll have to work around that kind of work Your life schedule. has to go around your work. Exactly. So um, when you work on set, if people don't know this, you might work for two months and then it's like the next project, then the mm. next project. So it's like you're freelancing. You don't know when your next job is. So Not in real between, stable. exactly, I will freelance for different lines, like Dolce & Gabbana, Mac, whoever. And one of my girlfriends was like, you want to freelance with Anastasia? I was like, cool. So that was my introduction to brows because I'm like oh it's just a job they paying $30 an hour cool but once I started doing it because I'm a licensed cosmetologist I really started liking it and mm -hmm. enjoying it and I'm like okay I really want to do this like I'm ready to open up my own brow bar and that's I how it love started it. Yeah. okay so we got to take a step back because I feel like we had this conversation about, you know, your dream to work on set. And that is a dream for a whole lot of people. Mm -hmm. So even though that's not necessarily a great long-term plan mm -hmm. if you want to have a life, mm -hmm. what is your advice for someone who's watching this that's like, yo, that's still my dream. What do I need to do? How can I get in where I fit in? So, okay. I feel like if you're looking on social media, right, and you're looking at somebody who does makeup and entertainment, they're two totally separate entities so even when i worked on music videos that's different from movie mm -hmm, circle mm -hmm. and industry so i feel like they need to get with someone who's in that world and network with people who are in that industry right if you're doing music videos that's that's its click. own that's, right? a that's, a, that's a lane that's a lane uh-huh and then reality show, that's a lane. And then the movies is the top tier of all of them. And they kind of look down on. Is it top tier as far else. as pay too? Yes. Okay. She yes. said yes. You get like, paid real more check. to do less. Ah. Okay. Yeah. But, just, but it's a 16 hour day. You get and, and if they get time and a half, if your lunch is late, you're getting paid for all of that. So we were talking before we came um, on air about being in Atlanta, how everybody knows everybody. You mention a name. You might not know that person, but you at least have heard of their name. Mm -hmm. When it comes to having these relationships, being a part of the industry, picking a lane, how you said it's this click, it's that click. Mm -hmm. How important has it been for you to maintain your name and your reputation? And not only how important has it been, but how have you managed to do that? I mean, you can't pull my card. I mean, 24-7. So... I'm always me. Come on, you can't pull my card. Yeah, I'm me. I every, love it. Every day, all day, I'm me. So, okay, so you being you, though, mm -hmm. I don't see how anybody couldn't love you, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just had, right? She's laughing because <laughs> listen to what I'm about to say next. There's always somebody who doesn't love you. Right. So you being you, mm -hmm. showing up, being your authentic self, mm -hmm. knowing that this is a space, your professional space, mm -hmm. that you have to, you know, that you're building a career in, how do you handle conflicts? In professional, I'll say com professional conflicts. Okay. Um, in professional settings, I'm non-confrontational. 
Okay. Um, so how do I handle a conflict in business by winning and being successful? Yeah. And you let your work speak for I let it. I let you see the growth of my business, and that's my reaction to your hate. Like, you can hate all day, but you're still seeing every year this business is continuing to grow. Each year, you know, another sold-out class. Each year, another deal with the brand. So um, that's my way of getting back at someone that's hate on me. I'm going to show you. Mm, I I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah, I don't need to like go back and forth. I don't have time to go back Back and forth. Back and forth with these. Yeah. Okay, (laughs) so we're going to come back around to the haters. We're going to come back around to the haters, but sometimes the people who are not hating, but the people who have something to say, they think they're saying it from a good place. A lot of times when we step out into entrepreneurship when we're starting these businesses, Mm -hmm. the people closest to us, like they love us. So they want us to be safe. They want us to be okay. Mm -hmm. And entrepreneurship is not safe. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very risky. Mm -hmm. It it could go well, it could go south. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking from the outside looking in, if you tell somebody, I'm about to go ham with these brows, did that come with any criticism? Like was anybody like, (laughs) girl, brows? Uh, Makeup came with uh, criticism because that was taboo. It wasn't like now you go on Instagram and you're like, oh, so-and-so is a makeup artist. That's so cool. It was like, and what else do you do? Mm -hmm. It was not a respectable career. So I've always went through, you know, you need to get a job. You need to um, have a career from um, friends and family. And I'm like, this is a career, you know, like I'm making money. But it wasn't looked upon as something stable, Mm -hmm. right? So think about coming from set and telling my coworkers and friends that I wanted to open up a, a brow bar. They're like, ain't nobody going to come to you. You know, who, you got the threaders, you got the, the nail salon. They're not going to come to you. And I'm pretty sure when they said that it wasn't coming from a a negative place where it's pretty negative. They didn't want to see, maybe they were projecting onto me mm-hmm. um, that, you know, they couldn't see themselves doing it or see me doing it. And so they projected it onto me. But see, I, I work inward. Um, so external stuff, it doesn't get inside. So I just went for it. And look at me now. Look and at the me same now. people who said that I do their eyebrows. So <laughs> Booking an appointment. Yeah, okay, so it, baby. It worked out. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out. So if somebody doesn't just naturally show up like this is me, I, my work can speak for itself. What are some tips? And you might not have any tips because I feel like it comes naturally for you. But mm-hmm. for someone who may be an introvert or may not be as confident. Well, it didn't come. Okay, so let, let's let's go back. Okay. Let's go back. Lil so, Gigi. Lil Gigi. Lil Gigi. Um, so you got to think when I first started doing eyebrows, people know me as a makeup artist. And then people were not open to getting brows done. Mm-hmm. Like how brows is a thing. big deal. It wasn't yeah. a thing. So if I'm saying, hey, come get your brows done. They're like, I already go to the nail salon. I already go to the threader. And I'm like, come to the salon. You know, I'm doing a waxing tint. It was like, what's tint? Right. Then, you know, you're tending them. Then microblading came out. You have to convince someone to get microblading because it wasn't big like how it is Mm -hmm. now. So everything, every level of my makeup artist career, the brow career, it was an introduction for everybody. It wasn't it's not it's easy now Mm -hmm. if you want to do those things. But then it's like I really had to sell myself to you to sit in my chair. right? Right. I went from doing like two people a week to three people a week to four people a week to bring your friend and I'll do y'all 
buy one get one free Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. or just let me get a before and after picture like that's how I built my business word of mouth grassroots not off of social media I'm old school so I didn't even know how to work Instagram like that Mm -hmm. you know I would post on Facebook because I know friends and family were on there but as far as how people can get an ad or post on Instagram and get business that it wasn't like that so I really built my word of mouth, um, flyers. Listen, the, the, out. the number of times I've had to tell people, like, if you are starting a business in the age mm-hmm. of Instagram, mm-hmm. y'all don't know the street team struggle when you was out here putting flyers on cars, going to the malls. Having, <laughs> I mean, having a full face. Listen, yeah. really trying to mm-hmm. do it. So just mm-hmm. being able to post on Instagram, yeah. it's like, yeah. Please, you have nothing to complain about. <laughs> nothing. You have nothing to complain about. But for someone who is either in the beauty space right now mm-hmm. or want to enter the beauty industry, mm-hmm. you are not just like you talk about going from two clients to three clients. Mm-hmm. You're not just booked and busy. You're like booked, overbooked and oh. busy at this. You were telling me the other day you're like turning people away. Like y'all got to holler at somebody else. I can't even take and you. the people that I'm turning away. Mm. You got options now. It's it's it's. It's crazy. Um, You know, I still, every day I'm like thanking God, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is what I pray for. But sometimes things that you pray for and you receive it, it's a lot, right? Um, I'm one person. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. even though I I have this overflow of blessings and I have all these people who want to get to me, I can only accommodate so many people because I'm married. Mm -hmm. I have a child now. Different priorities. Before, like, I would be in a salon so like, 10 p.m., you know, come in on my off day, like, make it happen for mm-hmm. everybody. But I can't operate like that anymore, so it's different. So what are just, like, one or two tips that you can share for somebody who is right now in that two clients? Like, I'm doing whatever I can do to get these people in here. I'm just trying to pay this booth rent. I'm just trying to pay for this salon suite. Like, what is one thing that you can share that could not, you know, it might mm-hmm. not take them to the moon, but mm-hmm. it can make something click. And they're like, okay, I can try that. Believe in yourself. You have um, self-confidence and all that. It comes from inside. I feel like a lot of people try to connect with outside people to make them feel confident. Um, You have to feel that way from within. So it's going to come from you first, right? So self-care, self-love on yourself. Believe in yourself, right? Because when you believe in yourself, you're confident. So when you're talking to people and you're working on people, they're going to feel good energy, good vibes. So they're going to come. They're going to tell other people Mm -hmm. about you. Um, Post before and after pictures. Continue education. Take classes. Go to networking events. I know people talk about these brunches out mm-hmm. here and Girl. people scammy, but it is people out here who are really helping other mm-hmm. women um, in business. So everything isn't a scam. Um, and you have classes. Yes, I do. Plug yourself, girl. Oh, tell the people. Do you? So what classes do you offer? Um, so I offer um, one-on-one classes for ombre powder brow as well as a master brow class, which is wax and tint class. Girl, what is an ombre powder brow? Is that so, like microblading? So you have combo brows. I was going to say, what do I have? <laughs> you have combo brows. Gigi was booked and busy, y'all. So Gigi did not <laughs> do my brows. But let me tell y'all how bomb and bossy, pause, Gigi is. Gigi is so bossed up and so busy that sh- she has other artists coming in to use her studio. She's like, yo, I got the space. You could just pay me a little check, do your thing, baby. But I'm at home with the baby. That's real boss moves. And not only is that real boss moves, I just got to give you flowers, because give you your flowers because in the age of everybody got to compete with one another, mm-hmm. the fact that 
the brow artist in Atlanta, the top brow artist in Atlanta is allowing other brow artists mm -hmm. to come in and literally use your space. Somebody else would have been, I'm not letting you come and do this That's thing. true. That's so true. just giving you your flowers for even being um, not gracious, mm -hmm. being gracious and knowing that there's enough out here for everybody. So thank you. I just had to throw that in there. Okay, thank but you. what are ombre? What, that's, that's okay, so ombre brows, it mimics the makeup powder brow. So, like, my eyebrows right now would be considered an ombre brow. You will wake up every day with this type of brow. Did you right? do them yourself? No. Oh, I was going to say, that's like a real, okay. <laughs> right? And what you have is like microblading in the front and the rest shaded. Or someone would call that um, nano hair strokes in the front and the rest is shaded. So it's going to have more of a natural look that mimics your natural hair strokes. A wax and tint is hair dye on your eyebrows. It's temporary. Mm -hmm. It might last a week to two weeks. What is this? Is this a tattoo? Yes. It's going to last for two years. Y'all, I just be getting stuff, okay? I, just, I, would just be, I did do my little research, but I was a little concerned. I was concerned, but it worked out. She did out. a great job. Thank you. Yeah, she you did. did a good job. She did. Um, okay, so you mentioned, you know, most when you got your start, mm -hmm. it wasn't like a, I'm going to book an appointment to go get my brows done. No, it was texting me. Going to the it was DM me no, or even, go to the nail shop. It was going to the nail mm -hmm. shop. Or the threader. How many of us have gotten our eyebrows waxed in the nail shop? Like, that was just the thing. I, not got today. Got them waxed off. Not today. Then got burnt. <laughs> all of the things. But when you... We talk about this all the time. Like, the... How do I say this and not be offensive? Like, the... Um, the quick salons. I don't really know what the people call them. But y'all know what I'm... The, the Asian salons that are all in the black community that are offering very, very cheap services that... And cheap products. Cheap products, and double cheap dipping, services, All of the unsanitary, things. Unsanitary. All of the... How can Not you, licensed. So how do you compete with these things? But you're oh. not in competition with... Okay, so... That. I hope this doesn't come across arrogant. They're not in my lane. Um... Anybody who's not licensed and not professional, I don't even consider them in my business. Personally. But how do you educate the client? Because some people are just, and this might be, that might not be your client. The person who just wants the cheap thing that even needs the explanation, is that just not your girl? Like, I don't even, she like, no, I don't even um, do that. Okay, so I'm a whole vibe. Like, my energy, I'm just like, my aura is just like good energy, right? And I've always known this about myself. So I always wanted something small and intimate where it's just me and my client and it's y'all special time. And I want you to feel like a luxury experience. Like the music is playing. It smells good. It's a nice ambiance. It's in a, a nice area, right? So I always knew like I didn't want a storefront. I didn't want to be in a salon with somebody. I wanted a one-on-one -on -one intimate so you can tell me like in private, this is how I want my eyebrows. A lot of women don't feel comfortable in front of people getting makeup done, um, getting eyebrows done, especially if they don't have any eyebrows. So a safe place mm -hmm. for women, right? So that's a special niche market. So I knew in the beginning that I didn't want everybody. I just wanted a certain group of people to come to me. So I'm considered like the most expensive person when it comes to eyebrows in Atlanta. So I have a different clientele than someone who would be going to the to nail the salon. Shop. Yeah. They won't even like look at me. She said put some respect on my yeah. name, baby. And, and I do that for a reason. And my clientele, they respect what I do. And your work speaks for itself. I respect them. So it works out. So your personality though, like you said, you're a vibe. I do think that that is a part of the pull. Like, that's the draw. It's, mm -hmm. it's not just your service. It's also you. Mm -hmm. That seems like it takes a lot. Well, it's for 
I said I'm gonna stop calling myself an introvert. I think I'm antisocial. I've diagnosed myself with that. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Except you know, one on one. But like the crowd, Mm -hmm. don't catch me in a crowd. You won't see me. Okay. Um, but it seems like from the outside looking in that that is it would be draining for me to always be that for people. Do you like get energy from that? I love it. (laughs) Okay. 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 I love it. But I'm I'm a bubbly, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. talkative person all the time yes that is yes ask any of my clients who come they come in i'm like hey girl what's going on i mean every time i've seen you you, consistent because i'm passionate about what i do i don't look at um what i do as a job i look at it like people are coming to see me and i'm gonna do their brows really well but i want them to have a good experience because guess what when a lot of women come to me that's their lunch break that's their self-care that's 30 minutes away from the world yeah anybody yeah right so i want to make them feel good when they're with me Right. Because I don't know what's going on on the outside. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. at least when they leave from me, if they were in a mood or having a bad day, they look good and they feel good. Yes. Right. And that's what I want. And we know for a lot of black women, like the salon is self-care. Like Mm -hmm. this is is, it's kind of not. I mean, it kind of is. Yes. Your um, your hairstylist becomes your therapist. Mm -hmm. You know, this is who knows all your business. Mm -hmm. She's kind of the non-biased person. So I I understand that you want this to be an experience and that's what people are willing to pay for. Exactly. And it's a safe, and my place is a safe place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. um, I guess I am kind of like a therapist because whatever we discuss, that's going to be between us. Um, because I wouldn't want anything that I'm saying to them to get outside. So, you know, I, I respect my clients. I respect new, old, um, so, I just I love it. I love so, it. So I'm passionate about it. And I think we, that's and the difference. And we can tell it's it's the internet can so tell. It's I don't offer you. So I don't feel you know like I'm drained or anything because I enjoy what I do. And this you're pursuing your pa- your purpose exactly. This is, yeah. Right where someone to ask um, and yes people ask this. How many people you do a day? How many ombre you do? How many this you do? I don't know. Right because I'm not counting the numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at this. I'm not. It don't matter. I love what I do. I would do it anyway, just like I would do makeup. I love right? it. The money follows, mm-hmm. but that's not what that's I'm That's not the motive. Looking at. Yeah. I do want to talk about the money though, Gigi. Okay. Because you know, we all we listen, we always looking for ways. I always say you can't live paycheck to paycheck. Like mm-hmm. you have to have something. And I feel like Black women are like we're everything. When we mm-hmm. when we do something, we turn it. Like we really, really do it. Do. So for the people out there who are like, I never considered this. Like mm-hmm. I can take a class, I can learn this skill, mm-hmm. and I can use this skill to pay my bills. What is like a range of the potential earning? You know, the earning potential in in brows over six figures, up to a millionaire, just doing eyebrows only. Whether it's a waxing tint, waxing eyebrows, threading eyebrows, ombre, microblading, all of that, you can you can do it. Wow. Yeah. Yes. It's very possible. Yes. So listen, y'all, and I also feel like our community, and not just, well, I only know our community, so mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, um, but I feel like we we look at people's titles. And, you know, their careers. And that's how we, like, put respect on their names. So if you say, I'm about to go out here and be the nail girl, people aren't going to respect you. If you say, I'm about to go out here and be the brow girl, people don't respect you. But once you become the successful person. Why do you think people respect me now? Because you've done the thing. 
You put your money where your mouth right. was. But you so showed up and you showed out. Start, mm-hmm. It's like, look at your little sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Look at your little brow thing. Right? But then they see the progression of, you know, you working with different people, different celebrities, mm-hmm. different actors and stuff like that. And then it's like, oh. How did you do that? Oh, oh, oh. I want to come, you mm-hmm, know, it's mm-hmm. like, don't come now because mm-hmm, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look at everybody as like, we are human beings. And people say, how do you attract like a celebrity clientele? Just like how you come. They see me on social media and they come just like how you do. They mm-hmm. regular people, you know. Um, so I just feel like let your work speak for itself. That's how I don't have no kind of gimmick. I don't have like a marketing. She ain't strategy. doing no specials, no sales, baby. No, no, no. So it's just like word of mouth, and I just let the work speak for itself. Mm. Okay, you know? so one thing we talked about that I want to get back into is like the haters that are <laughs> like I always say this: like stop hanging out with homegirls. Haters disguised as homegirls, like the people you keep around you that are. They could be there in the beginning. They could be cheering you on. They mm-hmm. could be criticizing you. But for some reason, once you make it to a certain level, mm-hmm. then it kind of turns from celebrating and cheering you on to like, girl. Yeah, I've experienced that. You acting funny. You acting brand new. Yeah. We hear this. Yeah. But we don't ever talk to the people who they're accusing of acting brand new. So mm-hmm. what has been your experience? One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That. Um, my experience with that, um, I'll say when you first start your business, all your friends and all your family, they're very supportive. They're very, you know, I want you to win. We're rooting for you. We're going to come get our brows. I'm going to come get our makeup done. Um, but I feel like when you actually do it, that is when, when you winning. it kicks in. Because even though they're saying that, they don't think it's going to actually happen for you, right? Because people look at you and they keep you in a certain category, Mm -hmm. right? When you are no longer in the mold that they see you in, now they're comparing themselves to you, right? But a friend is not going to compare. Your win is their win, right? So on my journey as I'm finding out, like who's really happy for me, who's not happy for me, um, who is being passive aggressive. And when I have a win, it's like, oh, I didn't see it. You posted it. 
honestly. But you saw everybody else? I right. saw you seeing everybody else. <laughs> you know. Did you unfollow me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm my own business. Yeah, so, you know, I, but again, when you're successful, that comes with the territory. Yep. Everybody is not going to be with you from the beginning to the end, right? So, some people you cut off, some people fall off. It's cool. You just got to keep going. Got to keep going. And I always say, like, elevation requires separation. Like, everybody can't go. Everybody, you can't drag all the people to the mountaintop. And like you said, they'll most of the time, they'll eliminate themselves. They will. Because they can't take it. They can't take That's what it yeah, is, they in my opinion. It. It's like, we both <laughs> had the same opportunity. Mm -hmm. I did something with mine, and me doing something with mine is showing you what you didn't do with yours. Right. So, you got to be mad. Right. But don't be mad at me, baby. Be mad at yeah, yourself. You, you fumbled that. Bad. Yeah, and then it's like I feel like it's that's sad, right? When you have friendships that y'all are really close, and because you have become successful, the relationship is no longer right. It's like you knew me when, so you know the struggle mm -hmm. where you saw where I came people from. People now mm -hmm. they only see me for GG today, but you knew and you knew everything I went through, and you was still angry. That's mm -hmm. crazy because they want you to be little G. Yeah, when you big G, baby, it, it makes people uncomfortable. Big G, it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> so listen, let's talk. I want to talk about the Bay and the baby. Let's move into the Bay and the baby because we're here in ATL. The city where they say you can't meet your man. Lies. You can't find your husband. Lies. Tell us your love story. Um, my love story was my business was my baby. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was my number one priority, right? So my husband, we've always been friends since high school. And um, I was engaged before. And I got out of that relationship. And then we just started hanging around each other more. Because he was always, like, encouraging me, motivating me to move forward in my business ventures. And um, just ended up kicking it. And then we've been together four years. We got our baby. Yes. He's a what? safe place. Come on, safe place. And, safe and, place. and the foundation was friendship. Friendship first. Which we've talked about so many times mm -hmm. here on the show that yeah. that is like, That's my in dog. my opinion, right. That's and if dog. you can, because y'all, mm -hmm. it's so much stuff that's going to come up. Like so much stuff that if you don't really like this person, like if at the end of the day you don't have nothing else and but you're not happy with what you got, stuff. it ain't going to work out. It's not going to work out. And so having that foundation, being a friendship, like I actually rock with you. Right. Like, that's my dog. And he knows me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He know me. Mm -hmm. So. And they add a baby in the mix. And it's like, bro, if y'all don't like each other, <laughs> baby. Yeah. Now I can see that. Now, now so, I have a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So I ain't going to, you know, I, I know how old you are, but we ain't going to, we, we, we ain't going to, I'm not going to do that to you. Okay. But ha <laughs> having the thing, having the pieces of the puzzle coming together a little later in life, mm -hmm. but both of us mm -hmm. a little later because in life than probably we expected or planned no, for. No, I expected you planned it. for it? Yeah, because I was always career driven first. I always put But my, was it a goal before or yeah, did you intentionally? it was a goal to be like, I want to be successful. I'm putting this first. So anybody I dated, this is coming first. Gotcha. If somebody called me, I'm going. If we got a date, I'm leaving. It's over. I'm out of here. That was my mentality, right? So um, what changed it? You know, you fall in love and you're like, I'm, I'm hanging with Bay. I'm going to go to Miami, you know. And um, but, you know, still prior towards the, the business. But you have to have a life outside of your situation. Right. And I always wanted a family. Yes. 
Yes. Right? Because I yes. thought I wasn't going to have a family. Let's talk about that. Because so many people are looking at their, this deadline they set for themselves. It's Mine no was deadline. 25. Mine was 25. By 25. Mine was 30. <laughs> I got to be. Right. We have these yeah. deadlines. Yeah. But God's timeline is like, no, sis. Mm. So what was that? process like for you of feeling like damn maybe i'm maybe it's not gonna happen for me but still holding on to hope because the faith is what i feel like will connect you to the opportunity to mm. even have the thing that you want mm. so how did you navigate that because somebody's in that right now somebody right now is watching like yo the clock is ticking 34 is turning into 35 what is happening so the saying is true right the older that you are the older that your eggs are Mm-hmm. And that's just facts. A man can have a baby at 75 so 99, years old. baby. Right? But a woman, our reproductive system doesn't work like that. So I encourage any women that are focused on business to freeze your eggs before Did 35. You do no, I didn't know about <sighs> okay, it. Okay. They don't tell the black the bla- right? That, right? Yeah. Um, so me being, you know, trying to get pregnant, I had two miscarriages first. Mm, right? I'm so sorry. I thought I wouldn't have a family. Right. So me having a child is like, wow, man, I, I have my baby. This is my yes, rainbow baby. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it hit different for me. Listen, that is going to be encouragement for so many people out there that have dealt with loss mm-hmm. and and the doubt that comes along with that. Oh, ooh. and the I can even imagine like the fear of, you know, the third I thought time I was going to be able to have a child and not even. Right. But mm-hmm. the getting pregnant part, mm-hmm. this is what I realized. You it's know, it's not easy to get pregnant. It's not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> for you, it my is. My man, listen, I don't know what this nigga be doing, but baby, he, he worked it out. Okay. He worked it out. I don't know. We didn't, we were not trying. He was trying. I don't know what was happening. But the staying pregnant, that's a thing. So I, you know, joined all these Facebook groups once I found out I was pregnant, and the amount of women, like, that were dropping like flies. That's why posting, they say posting don't, the, tell, don't anybody tell anybody until, until you've gotten to a certain. So I can't weeks. imagine going through loss and then, you know, getting pregnant again and just the mental oh, you messed of up. it. You messed up. Talk about that. Like I worked through it. Um, mm. I worked through it. So I didn't face it. I just got more busy. Right. I just got busy. It's booked and busy, booked and busy. And then, you know, you're going to crash. You know, that's what happened for me twice. So um, when I got pregnant again, I was devastated. Mm. I was excited and I was like scared. Scared. I'm like, I don't want to go through this anymore. You know, and so I I didn't even tell anybody I was pregnant. Um, The first people I told was um, my mom, my grandmother and my in-laws. And then I shared it with my cousins. We had like a cousin family reunion and I was five and a half months pregnant and everybody cried and mm. they prayed over me. And that's beautiful. Like, you know, you got to have faith and God got you. So I feel like having like a good support system, mm-hmm. um, it just helped me. And that little baby is your twin, okay? <laughs> Worth the wait, baby. Little chunky self. He's the, I thought I had a little chunk. That little boy, he's so juicy. Cute. He's so Thank cute. And you. juicy. And bre- breastfed. That breastfed. ain't nothing but. Homegrown. Listen, Gigi was like, I want to start feeding him something other than purees. <laughs> I'm like, I know this little boy is eating some meat, some no. real food. No. Okay, you did that, baby. Thank you. you. No, that. he's not. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about the motherhood thing, though, because it is not, we smiling, but it is not all sunshine and smiles. Okay, I still have not unpacked my house. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Let's it. Let's talk about it. We moved in March. 
Where we in? Okay, so we, July that. tomorrow. Okay. But but your baby is what nine nine months month, nine months old. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about the reality check for you, like what your. <laughs> I'm not gonna put my experience off on you, but okay. what was your experience like? The baby is here. Like I am a mother now. My village has left my house. It is me. What was that like for you? It was like wow, wow. How, I'm looking at other women <laughs> go to the gym and do all this. I'm like, how do you do it? How, how are you doing? This? You know, you can't go to CVS. You can't leave running your baby a gas in the station. Car. Okay, you can't go do nothing. You can't go to the bathroom. You can't take a shower with your baby right there. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I was happy, of course, because mm-hmm. remember, it's like. Right. I thought this wasn't going to be, so mm-hmm. I'm enjoying him, but at the same time, it's like, how do I have time for myself? How do I t- have time for my husband? Mm-hmm. How do I have time for my business, right? So all this is new for me, mm-hmm. right? So my clients are like, how are you doing it? I'm like, I'm I don't still know. trying to figure it out, right? Because it's all new. Mm-hmm. He's nine months. I had him nine months ago. So um, I'm just... I'm building my village because, you know, I don't have a village. So I'm building my village. And that's why, you know, my schedule is the way it is. So I'm trying to make it work with what I have. And so far, so good. And it's getting better. There's just no... I mean, y'all, I'm like a real-life learner. So when I found out I was pregnant, I took a class for everything. Like, I wanted all the classes. Wow. Girl, that didn't do shit. It did not. I was going to say, did it help? No, ma'am. There's no amount of preparation that can prepare you for... This baby is yours. Mm-hmm. You are responsible. Like not the, your husband, baby. That's your baby. That is your baby. And, and you at know the what end I mean day, by that. When you at home, look, that wink baby at me, on. girl. Wink at me. I know what you mean. Okay, <laughs> I know what you mean. It's nothing like it. Yeah. It's it's nothing like being the mother. Mm-hmm. And that just is what it is. It's no shade to any daddies, but it's. I saw a meme that was like, in the next lifetime, I want to be a daddy. I like, saw that. The daddies are living their best life. Okay, come on. Like, what is really changing in their life? Like. Everything is still the same, right? Where it's like you go through being pregnant mentally, physically, your body, having the baby. If you're going to breastfeed, taking care of your child, then taking care of yourself, then getting back to your And then trying to take care of your husband in the mix of all of that. Oh, It is a lot. lot. And it's, again, nothing that you can prepare for. Do you feel like you experience like the superwoman thing where you felt like you had to do it all. I know you got a nanny now, but did you ever feel like I have to do all of the things? Like I have to show up as the best boss mm-hmm. lady. I got to mm-hmm. show up as I the best wife. Like that. As the, so how do you... I'm a Virgo. How do you handle it? perfectionist. You just do it? You I just, just go? do it. I just get up and do it. I just get up and do it. The thought that I had after I had my baby was like, this what y'all been doing all these years? I can't believe it. But it's different now. Wait a minute. It's different. It is different. You know, grandparents, they we were, used to be grandparents. They would have them kids like be. a daycare. Mm-hmm. They, they modern. They, now are, they outside. Girl, honey, they traveling. Long gone. Okay, like where are y'all at? And I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad I'm at it. I'm mad, mama. <laughs> mama, come on back, so please. it's different, right? So, but for me, um, I enjoy being with my child, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm a mama. Mm-hmm. You know, you see me, BJ, there. Mm-hmm. When I was signing my car thing, he was right here. He everywhere. And y'all see me eating, he right there. Mm-hmm. So he's always with me. But outside of that, it's like I try to still date my husband, right? Still have my business. Still try to teach a class here and there. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy, though. It's not easy. And I think 
one of the things that I feel like um, is like a natural conversation when you're having a baby and when you're talking about it and, the, and the, your follow-up appointment is mm-hmm. like the postpartum. And in my mind, mm-hmm. what I knew, don't judge me, y'all, but what I knew of postpartum was like what I saw in an episode of Law & Order SVU. Like, that is what I knew of postpartum. Like, mm-hmm. if you have postpartum, you don't love your baby, you want to hurt your baby, you know, like, that's what I thought postpartum was. Mm-hmm. So when I had my child and I experienced I don't know that it was like depression, but what the best way I could um, verbalize it is like the mourning of my old self. I did. You know, like I really thought my entire pregnancy, I thought I'm going to just have this baby and then I'm going to go back to my old life <laughs> with, with a baby. But then you had a baby and you like, there is no more old life. That's and that over. is a depressing thought. It is that. It's it. That's it. It's You're it. done. Your you, old life baby. Hang is it up. over. It Hang will it never be the same. Rest in peace. Because even if you're out, you're thinking about that your baby. damn baby. So it, it'll never be the same. So what was your experience, though? Because I think there's so many, like, there's a scale. Mm-hmm. It's not like postpartum is this. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like. So do you feel like, and then postpartum anxiety is a whole nother thing that nobody talks about. So I feel like for me, it was just getting adjusted to my new life, right? Mm-hmm. Because I went on maternity leave for five months. And you funded your own maternity leave. Yeah. Another conversation. Right? And so I was able to like enjoy him and just see him. And I was just loving it, right? And then the five months where I was like, okay, I'm ready to go back to work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? You know, do something outside of being a wife and a, a mom. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed it because, you know, most people don't get to spend that time with their child. So yep. I could like really love on him and, you know, just really heal. We have to heal. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. Um, so I enjoyed it. So you didn't have any anxiety? No. You wasn't like going to your baby in the middle of the night and putting your finger under his nose and making sure he was oh, still breathing? I still breathing? do that. That's anxiety. Okay, I still do that. Okay, because I'm like... I still do that. The baby is still here. You I know, like every day, I'm like, the baby is still here. Is I, he okay? We both still oh, alive. Girl, okay. Girl, what? That is the what? the responsibility of someone's life. You know, if something goes wrong. Every day, y'all, this is crazy. But when I leave the house with my child, I literally am like, you got to be prepared for war out here. You if do. They, you have to be prepared to protect this baby's life. You do. That is a effed up crazy. <laughs> I mean, the responsibility, the anxiety that it's comes along lot. with that. Like, it's a crazy world when you just by yourself. But to be out here in these streets with your black son, it's like, bro, nobody can prepare you for that. Nobody. Nobody can nobody. prepare you for but that. You, but you mama bear. And you going to make and sure baby, that baby taken care of. Try it if you want exactly. to. So you're going to be mama bear. You're going to make sure that baby taken care of. What would you say has been like your biggest shock in becoming a mother? Have you had one? Yeah. Of how um, motherly I am. It right? came natural. You know, um, it just I never thought I would be like a motherly mother. Like a nurturing. Yeah, like, you know, kissing on him, just hugging really? on him all day. No. Did you not get that? Like, do you come from like, I don't come from like soft, baby, I love you, come sit on my lap. Well, so I'm an only child. Okay. So I've always been spoiled. Okay. Right. But I wouldn't say like huggy, um, as like most people are like super family oriented mm-hmm, kind of. Mm-hmm. Not like that, right? But I'm that way yes. with my husband, and I'm that way with my son, mm-hmm. right? Very attentive, um, 
walk him around, take him places. I mean, he a baby, but I'm like, we going to the mall, we going to the park, <laughs> we going here, we going there. My husband's like, he don't even know what this is. <laughs> like, we you going, know? we yeah, going. but we going, you know. Um, I want to show him the world. I want to, like, mm-hmm, pour mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. him. I'm reading to him. I'm doing all the things that I never thought I would want to do, right? Because I wanted to be a mom, but I didn't know if that was going to be a possibility. Right. Right? And then I work. I have my own business. Mm-hmm. So it was like... Some people, I don't think they intentionally do it, but they're a mom, but they not a mom, mm-hmm. right? They so ain't no mama. They're a mother. Not, yeah, so I'm I'm there. I'm mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. active. My husband, he's very active. My husband has him right now. We are active parents, okay? Mm-hmm. We chilling. We like, oh, okay, he coming with us. Wherever we go, he's with us. Um, so I love that, but I just never thought I would be that attentive to um, my child. I think that our generation, like if we compare the generations between our parents mm-hmm. and us, our parents were very like, well, my mom worked all the time. Let me not talk about everybody. My, my mom worked my, all the time. I come time. from military parents, and they were very like, <laughs> yes, at work, get it, you know, yeah. drill sergeant. Maybe like we got to do. I'm so attentive to him. Maybe but that's, that's what why. I'm saying. I think because of that, we want to do. Th- we want to do what we didn't. What wasn't done for okay, us. Okay, so that's probably what it is. Yeah, and I think our kids are definitely going to benefit from that because they just are. imagine we turned out like we turned out good, pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine if you did have that. Ooh. Oh, baby, you are you know like that. What you're giving. Imagine if you would have that. So. That is oh. our gift, I feel like, to be able Probably to give that. A millionaire. Yeah. Soon to be, because yeah. we're doing we gotta do it for ourselves yeah. at this point. Yeah. And that's the only way you can do it for your child. Yeah. Is once you figure out how to do it for yourself. So yeah. I love that. And I think that the strong black woman thing doesn't always allow us to be soft and nurturing. Well, so and- that was my point, right? Because let's be honest. We're different people in business, and we're different people with our friends, and we're different people with our man. Because I'm a whole baby with my man, okay? <laughs> right? But, you know, in business, you have to be the boss, mm-hmm. right? You have to carry yourself Ain't a no certain way. Ain't no softness in business. No, because... Don't play with me. You can't play in yeah. business, right? It's business. It's no emotions in that. Um, friendships, your child, your husband. You can be you mm-hmm. for real. You, you know what I'm saying? So you said that it's very important for you. You're intentional about dating your husband. Mm-hmm. Any other advice for you just celebrated your one year anniversary. Congratulations to Gigi. Okay, Hi. we made it, baby. What's your one year married life advice? One year. You have to make time for your man. And I feel like if you have a child and a business, it's easy to forget about your man, right? But you have to remember the relationship and how you guys used to date before. So we plan to, okay, we going every month or every week, we're going to do this together mm-hmm. outside of the child because you have to have a relationship outside of your absolutely, child, Absolutely. Right? Because I feel like if it's just all about this child, then y'all are not... It's going to fizzle. Exactly. Do you schedule sex? No. You just remember. Yeah. All right. I was just wondering. All right. So we're going to play a little game, Gigi. Are you ready? Yeah. My husband going to be like, but I'm going to be mad at a schedule. What's wrong with that? Hey, as long as you get into it. Okay. So this is a quick game of this or that. I'm just going to give you two options. You just pick one. You ready? Mm -hmm. All right. Here we go. 112 or Drew Hill? 112. City or suburbs? City. 
Night in or a night out? Night in. Listen to music or watch a movie? Listen to music. Usher or Chris Brown? Usher. Ricky Lake or Montel Williams? Ricky Lake. That was a throwback. And I started... <laughs> I started what to put, say Jenny Jones. I was, listen, that's what I was about to say. I started Jenny to say Jones. Jenny Jones. People girl? don't put respect on Jenny Jones' name. Come on now. I put respect on Jenny Jones' name. She that's so that funny girl. you said that. She, she that definitely girl. was that girl. Yeah. She was that girl. Yeah. Shy town checking in. Yeah. Gigi, such a good conversation. Yay. For the people who are out here though that are like, yo, I either need to, I don't know how y'all gonna get your brows done. I don't know how that's gonna happen. <laughs> y'all can try your luck and hope for the best. But for people who wanna stay connected, maybe take a class because mm-hmm. they like, yo, I can be a millionaire yeah. on my own terms. Yeah. Let the people know how they can find you on social media and online. So you guys can find me at all eyes on Gigi, A-L-L-E-Y-E-Z. O-N-G-G and I am my website is www.ggbrowsbrows.com this has been another game changing episode of the Girl Stop Playing podcast and y'all we might just be bringing y'all a live show with a studio audience really really soon so stick around subscribe make sure y'all are following the podcast on Instagram at Girl Stop Pod thank you so much for tuning in tell a friend to tell a friend to check us out peace peace this is so cool Hey, I hope you enjoyed that video. This channel is all about encouraging you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll be notified when the next video drops. And comment below and let me know what you want to see on the next video. Peace out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.